Hey, what's going on there, Dick Licks? It's Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is a gorgeous Saturday. It's the 24th. I believe today's the 24th of June in the year 2022. No uh, DDIP Park Platoon this morning. Took a little break. This week and next week, and then the third week in July as well. Not going to be in the training because I'm going to be heading out on vacation. It's time to for some self care, lick my wounds, a different type of training. Getting some wellness, and you know, I try to squeeze that in whenever I can. You now I've been hitting the gym, family, wife, kids, they're off for the summer. They're doing their thing. They're a little bit more relaxed. The pace is a little bit, a little bit more deliberate. You can actually breathe. Have a little bit of moment to take a breath, kick back and relax. It's a beautiful thing. It's well needed and appreciated. I know that every year I do a little podcast on vacations and the things that I'm going to do. So. Similar stuff this year, I've I've mentioned them over the past several months, but as I'm looking forward to them and planning for them and stuff. But briefly, we're going to Michigan again, and this is a trip that we look forward to every year. See my wife's uncle and aunt live that lake life in Holland, Michigan. Take daily morning walks some really good food, get out on the lake, this year we got a hot dog, um, inflatable hot dog that you straddle, and your, your lower, your legs, your knees bent now, comfortably, your shins kind of rest right on the, uh, the bun of the hot dog, as you glide so hydrodynamic through the water, I'm looking forward to that, get some good photos on that. I go fishing every day. In the morning, but typically in the evening. I get my chair out. I sit on that dock. Listen to its creaks. Listen to the gentle water lapping underneath the dock as it settles under my weight. Bait a hook. Throw it out there. Watch the bobber. Get another hook or another, another fishing pole out there. Just to, just for shits and giggles. Retrieve some lures. Go swimming, cool off, walk through the beautiful little town. Somebody else, you know, there's it's somebody else's hometown, but it's a beautiful area. Not so touristy. It is touristy, but it's not. You know, it's not like people are. People don't flock there like they do to Jersey Shore. Not really into that scene right now, although I love my, and will miss this year, our Bethany Beach. Those quiet resorts of uh, slower, lower Delaware. So we're going to do that. We're going out to Michigan for a week. This time next week, we'll be there. And then the following week we come back, have a full week here at the office, 
at home, get prepared for our, our main trip, which has been our going to be our main event, main vacation this year. I'm really looking forward to that. And the adventures, new things, hang out with the Mormons. So it's important, you know, you can hear by the cadence of my voice and just the enthusiasm I have that it's going to be, I'm looking to relax. I want to step out of the current of life that is always so full, so chock full of, of, you know, good things and bad things. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of, like the routine, I've talked a lot about the routine. It's a wonderful thing to have my schedule feel productive, and, you know, you're you're holding up all, you're keeping that volley going, the ball's remaining in the air, everything's working, everybody's getting to school and work, and bills are getting paid, and, you know, rest during the weekends and holidays is really what it comes down to, and then, you know, this time of year, we rejoice and go on some nice little vacations. Glad we're able to do that, it's, I think for most people, it is a necessity at this point. It's something therapeutic and just something, just an escape. We all are looking for an escape from the reality because the reality is crazy, man. It can be, right? We talked about the news. The newest thing in the news today, yesterday, is that uh, Supreme Court turned Roe versus Wade, uh, turned abortion, basically, overturned Roe versus Wade and gave decision-making process on abortion to the states. So ultimately, it's the voters in those states. So, so it used to be a you know a right. Abortion was a right under Roe versus Wade. Right, every state had to provide some sort of services in this regard. And I know that the strictest conservative, most Bible-banging citizens feel like this is taking a life and it is uh, justified and uh, you know they think that everyone else that doesn't feel that way is also they feel like it's taking their taking the prerogative away from God even though God is supposedly watching us everything we do and governing us and judging us so it's against God's word whatever the position. I don't think anybody is truly pro-abortion. I do think it's a woman's body and she should have some sovereignty, be sovereignty over her body and the decision she makes regarding it. You know? Am I pro-abortion? Hell no. Am I pro-life? Hell yes. I am pro-choice though woman's responsibility. I believe that we should not necessarily make it easy for her. We should provide, you know, I, I don't know what the process involves. I, I don't. I'm sure that there, you can, if you approach whatever, serve abortion services, because you want to terminate your pregnancy, I think you should have to undergo counseling. I think you should have to talk with the father. There's a father involved. And he should be on notice. I think that you should make sure that, you know, that individual's in the right mind when they're deciding to terminate this pregnancy. I think, of course, it needs to be, 
that it would have to be early on so that this we don't have this uh, you know field development so far along that it is actually a human being that you are you know it's a clump of cells uh, an embryo that's one thing if you have a at what point is it? There's a lot of things. I know there's a lot of... Um, there's two polarized sides, like most things in the, in, the, in the world today, and especially in the United States. This is a very polarizing issue. One of the most polarizing of issues. But I see a lot of the women on my social media account, and a lot of my friends are very... Know, upset about this, and I think what it comes down to is that uh, it's taking their rights away. You know, they feel that this is this is their body, their choice, and that the government has no no role in regulating their body. I don't know. I feel like there should be some sort of middle ground. You know, like we can respect rights of a human being, a woman, the females, you know, and it is there, they're going to be the one to carry this child to term, and I, I don't feel, feel like if there's a mitigating factor, whatever it is, you know, there should be an entire, like, infrastructure around childbearing and, and, and young families, like, it seriously helps them try to make the right decisions to raise their children well. I'm sure we do, you know, we do our best, and there's a lot of professionals that are in everything from baby delivery to, you know, labor and delivery nurses, um, you name it, child care professionals, I, I know people in every segment of society and the workforce, I'm sure everybody's doing their best, and my wife's a teacher, you know what I mean, like, I'm in healthcare myself. I'm an anatomy teacher. So, I understand about the human body and the reproductive system and how the birds and the bees all works. And, and uh, I have, you know, my opinion is that it's the, the responsibility should should be and the, and the prerogative should be that of the, the mother in consultation with her partner or the father or the the other party that um, contributed their gamete or their spermatozoa to the egg and conceived this, this life form together. And it's an important thing. It's something that should be taken very, very seriously. And nothing to the extreme. Bikers just freaking fly by, man. They are free. They look free with their freaking tank tops on and helmets. It's one of those things where I know that feels like a million dollars. I've been, I've ridden motorcycles, mostly dirt bikes, much of my life. It's a great feeling, but you definitely want a helmet. <laughs> you know, at the very least, protect your grape. Americans 
We like it free and loud, hair blowing in the wind, no fucking personal protective equipment. do it right in front of you, right in front of your face. You can't say anything about it. It's none of your damn business. That's one of those things. So that's what's going on right now. You're going to hear a lot about Roe versus Wade and the Supreme Court and, you know, you name it. Partisan, one more thing to, you know, to polarize the United States. Prior to the next election, so 2024 is coming, right? They're going to start campaigning. So the entire religious right and all the pro-lifers are going to get right behind, you know, whoever the most, you know, powerful. It could be Trump again. You know, Trump could run. If he gets in, I seriously would be concerned about our republic. He definitely started a lot of this polarization, or at least expressed it. He helped us express our polarization and bring it to a head. And I don't think we need any help, you know, going after each other and choosing diametrically opposed ideologies or arguing over things within our families, within our society. I don't think we need any help. In fact, we need help finding the middle. We need help being reasonable. We need dire assistance in this regard. So, I will see if we get any do my best as usual trying to bring people together. I had a couple folks yesterday that came to the office and one guy's a a United States former Marine who uh, served a little bit after me in the late 90s and a cool guy. Guy's fucking jacked, he's aggressive, he's speaking my language but I can tell he's very conservative, very opinionated, particularly around the Second Amendment, which most Marines will be. Nice guy. I love him already. Just a couple encounters with him, but really, really nice guy. But, you know, somebody who I share an experience with, somebody who I have common ground with, and it was, uh, I don't speak, you know, I said something yesterday, I don't speak, uh, I don't always voice my opinions, unless it's on politics. You know, he wanted to, me to talk about, oh yeah, you know, believe this guy, Biden, uh, we need Trump back, uh, he's lefties or fucking libs, or, you know, ugh, can't stand that shit, man. It's been so overplayed, so overdone. This is a thing that, these are the type of things, issues that people, that we need a break from. It's been too much. 
polarizing, too dramatic. This is what we need to go on vacation. I don't want to fucking talk to anybody about politics. My family that we're going to visit, they are quite conservative, and every once in a while they'll try to bring something out. I hope they don't bring up Roe versus Wade. Like, yeah, let's not talk about that. You know, they just love one another. <laughs> let's just love one another. I can already hear the, like the, you know, the background, uh, Fox News going in the background, and it's obviously not my forte, but I'm not going to sit and look at it, we'll go out and fucking fish, and we'll have a great time, as long as we don't talk about politics. People have their stuff, everybody's got their forte, you know, things that they're into self-included. And so, uh, let's try to walk softly on all that. I'm going to cut this podcast here, and then I'm going to tackle some other issues individually, maybe on the way home, okay? Right now, I didn't mention, I'm heading to the office, I'm almost friggin' a few hundred feet from pulling into my driveway, I'm going to meet a guy down here, he's going to buy that raccoon from the flower show one of the artisans that actually worked on the exhibit in which my uh, carvings were featured. And so I really look forward to I'm going to help him load this in the back of his, his vehicle here and get it as a surprise gift to his, his wife. So I'm going to set that up now. My favorite mailman, Al Pacino. Good dude. All right, so here we go. I'll talk to you guys in just a little bit.